Yeah, man. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? It's Rodrigo Torres uh, coming to you live on the Yeah Man podcast. Hope you guys had a hope, 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 hope you guys had a great week. Hell yeah. My uh, week's going fantastic. I'm coming to you guys live here from uh, the uh, silver city of uh, Zacatecas, Zacatecas, uh, Mexico. That's right. Came down here to hang out with my family for a little bit. I have a cousin that graduated law school, and we uh, came out here to hang out with them and say what's up, drink, have some fun. You know what I mean? And uh, other than that, it's uh, what? It's Father's Day today, huh? Happy Father's Day to uh, all you uh, fathers out there, you know? <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, you know, who knows, you know? I don't even know. I don't even have a father, you know? I wish I had a father, you know? And sometimes I don't even wish I had a father. Who knows, you know? <laughs> it goes that old Jewish cat skills. <laughs> Character. Uh, but yeah, happy Father's Day to all you guys out there. Um, you know, I'm not with my dad today. He's uh, back in the States. But I got to hang out with a couple of his brothers, so, you know, I made up for it, I guess. Sent him a text. <laughs> he didn't text back because he doesn't like to text. Doesn't even really even know how to use his phone, his smartphone. Su teléfono inteligente. So, uh, yeah, man, happy Father's Day, man. One of my greatest memories I have with my dad, because I'm a late-night I'm a late night guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check him out. He was ready for late night, you know, with David Letterman and him. Yeah, I'm a late night dude. I used to, um, when I was a kid, I'd go act like I would go to sleep, you know. But I'd be like, fuck this, dude. I don't want to go to sleep, man. Fuck all that. I want to watch TV all by myself. <laughs> so I just sneak away and crawl out of my bed, dude, to go watch TV. And uh, I was watching the Arsenio Hall show, and it was that one show where they had Mike Tyson, Sugar Ray Leonard, and Muhammad Ali on it. And it was, a, it was a great program, man. And I was watching it for about 10 minutes or sitting there having a conversation. You know, Arsenio Hall with his big-ass finger. <laughs> and like Arsenio used to say, let's get busy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sitting there watching it. And, dude, my dad, like, walks in past me. He doesn't even notice that the TV's on. And, you know, goes in there and it cracks a beer. I don't know if it was like, I don't know, it wasn't a sun. It had to be a weeknight. And um, he came down there and he uh, sat down next to me, dude. We watched the program till the end. I was like, damn, usually they just grab me, you know, smack me and throw me in the room. Get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, yeah, that was a cool little memory, dude, um, I shared with him. So yeah, man, happy Father's Day. So uh, back to it <laughs> here live in uh, Zacatecas. It's, uh, you know, it's an old colonial city, a beautiful city. You know, you can see all the, uh, the uh, Spanish architecture, the colonial uh Type little cobblestone streets, enormous, uh, mellifluous, uh, uh, cathedrals, smooth to the tip, you know. And, um, yeah, they one of the, I think at one point in their history, it was, uh, they were, uh, what was it? It was, I think, 1546, it was established as Zacatecas. Um, and before that, you know, of course, you know, there was, you know, settlers. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Like English and Spanish, dude. They come, you know, they come to lands are called settlers. <laughs> Other people go into the states; they're called immigrants. <laughs> Hilarious, dude. But yeah, man. Um, at one point in their history, they were uh, at that point. I think they were producing like fifteen percent of the world's uh, uh, silver. You know, there's a lot of mining here. There still is a lot of mining here today. Uh, before, I think it was a lot of German companies. Now it's a uh, Chinese own, you know, foreign investment, you know, plucking the world's resources or uh, the, the local resources out of the earth and, you know, enriching themselves to uh, Lord knows how, 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 uh, how much, pretty much wheelbarrows uh, full of money. 
But yeah, man, um, it's crazy though. I mentioned there's you know Chinese companies here now. There's about 400 Chinese people estimated, you know, from what I heard from the people. And uh, yeah, there's also Kenyans here. Yeah, I guess the altitude, how Zacatecas is, the altitude, it helps them with their breath or their lungs or um, their lung capacity or whatnot. And they actually compete all over um, Mexico in, um, in, I guess, running uh, competitions. I don't know what the lengths are or whatnot, or marathons, and they, uh, they're they pretty successful there. So, yeah, it's a trippy place. It ain't the old Mexico that everybody thinks of, you know? Of course, they got that cartel bullshit, you know? Next door, uh, about 45 minutes away, there's Fresnillo, Zacatecas. Where they say every day, man, there's about two to three dead dudes, man. Just boom, bloodied on the street. And there's like four groups going at it. Because I guess where it's uh, located at, where the um, the highways are, you can split off and go to, you know, certain spots, you know. it's uh, I guess they call it uh, La Plaza is what they're fighting for. Which are the roots, or the roots that they use to, you know, move uh, whatever it is they move. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um so yeah, so yeah. One thing is they don't talk about uh, you know we you know drugs come from the south into the states, but they never talk about the artillery that comes from the states into the south. <laughs> the guns ain't manufactured in Mexico. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And it's a trip though because I had a conversation. I ran to these guys, um, three uh, three British dudes, three British mates. One of which who lives in Australia. The other two are still in London, man. Yes, yes. We work in the IT industry, mate. And I met them at this bar called Quince Letras. And that bar has been around since 1906. It's an old bar, old school. It's like, you know what I mean? Turn of the century, dude. It's a bitching little place, and it's one of those little, uh, you know, Spanish-type uh, um, uh, structures. And, yeah, we had a conversation, but it's crazy, though. We, we clicked immediately because I was looking over them all. I was like, you guys Irish? No, man, we're British. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm sorry. He's like, ah, oh, no, come in. And uh, there were just three dudes. They blended in right. <clears throat> Excuse me. They blended in um, pretty uh, good. You know, they're sitting there, you know, all low, having a conversation. As soon as I peeked over there, you know, they you know batted their um, their uh, hands at me and they said, "Hey, my God, man," <laughs> and just started talking. But it's, at first, it seemed like they were trying to extract information about me or information from me about the states. Because the first issue that came up was like uh, gun control. So, what's going on uh, on the states, man? Gun control. And I was like, oh, it's a little chaotic, you know. And I said, yeah, yeah, I understand you need to have guns, man, but Jesus Christ, uh, all those big AR-15s are unnecessary. <laughs> and they are, I guess, you know, if you're not, you know, taking out ISIS. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, uh, the Australian guy was saying that they have a hardcore gun control in, uh, in Australia. They had a mass shooting there back in the day, and they're just like, doop, cut that off, you know. And um, it was a trip, too, because we ran into a, we went to another bar, and we're out there, you know, bar hopping, you know. And um, we uh, a, a Finnish dude uh, rolled up to us. Hey, you are going to speak in English? You mind if I sit down? <laughs> and it was a trip because he asked about gun control right away. They're all, you know, on the hot button issue, you know what I mean? But it was all good, you know, all in conversation, having fun, you know, with some drinks. And... Um, yeah, so the Finnish dude was telling me, in my country, I have a friend, and my friend, he he uh, violated a lot of, uh, he had a lot of speeding tickets, yes, and he had all other traffic violations, so he went to go get a gun permit, uh, and the state said no, because you already had so many violations with traffic. So I guess they scrutinize you more, um, you know, trying to get uh, guns in Finland, you know. 
And it's a trip because in our country, you know, of course you go through uh, background checks, but there's a loophole there. You can go to gun shows and buy shit <laughs> pretty quickly. They have them at convention centers. They have them right there in uh, Riverside. They have them in a, on the Ontario, at the Ontario Convention Center. So, yeah, man, in the wake of the tragedy, man, in Orlando, I don't want to be one of those comics that jump on there just to get a grip of likes or go, oh, you too, me too, Orlando's wrong, which is totally for it. But, you know, it's just like, to me, it's like when comics do it or stars, it's just like, you know, the comedian that goes on stage and says, give it up for the troops. Come on, man, stop pandering, motherfucker. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so I want to thank all you guys for listening. Oh, we went all the way to number uh, 56. I was super excited uh, last weekend with the intro. You know, I gave it a grip of fucks. <laughs> it was like a machine gun fire of fucks. But I was excited, man. Um, it, it was big, you know. I want to thank everybody out there that helped me out, dude. Everybody on Instagram, everybody on uh, Facebook, everybody on Snapchat, all my new friends on Snapchat, on Twitter. Hell yeah. Cleo all the way to Amsterdam. And uh, the church of What's Happening Family, right there with Coco Diaz, Lee Syed as well, his little show, Life in Neutral, with Johnny Roque. I want to thank the What's Up Fool podcast family, the Enchilada Casserole uh, podcast as well. Uh, check those out. And yeah, man, thank you very much for all the support, man. We're doing it good. And other than that, we're going to you know keep on continuing to shine up in this motherfucker. Hell yeah. And a little quick word from our sponsors. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting hot, so you know what that means. The roaches are out. The rats are out. The Betty bugs are out. So and if you're in the Los Angeles area or the greater Los Angeles area, please uh, call La Cucaracha Pest Control. That's La Cucaracha Pest Control. They're based in Los Angeles. They're on Yelp. You can check out their reviews. They're outstanding. Their phone number is 323-221-7666. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you want to get uh, rid, get the kid, the Cucaracha kid. So, yeah, man, hit up Armando and them, and they'll hook you up. Now, we have Madera Plumbing Company. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Madera Plumbing Company with over 25 years' experience in the uh, plumbing uh, industry. They do toilets, sinks, faucets, water heaters, repipes. That's what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you need a little repipe. <laughs> 24 hours emergency service, plumbing and drain. Uh, you can contact Tony Jr. at 951 505 0837. Or you can contact Tony Sr. at 951-905-9028. Again, that's Madera Plumbing, and they can satisfy you with any of your plumbing needs. Now, uh, this week on the podcast, we have a comedian, Carlos Loma. He's a you know, friend of mine, very good friend of mine. Uh, I've known him for about 15 years. Um, pretty much started around the same time. He came a little bit later. But um, he's a cool guy, man. He's uh, one of those uh, foot soldiers in uh, the underground scene, in the Latino scene. He is a, he's a, he's a soldier, man. You, there's no other way to put it, man. Um, you know, one of those dudes out there that hasn't done a TV credit yet. He's a solid comedian. He started, uh, he has his little rooms going. He had a good run at Ontario Improv. He's doing his shows at Flappers now. And uh, trying to get him in over there at the Ice House stage too, man. He's a solid comic. We talk about a bunch of, you know, little crazy things. You know, alcoholism, his bout with alcoholism, you know. It's uh, his rehabilitation and his treatment. Talk about a little bit of love. <laughs> yeah, it's like the love podcast. Yeah. Rod, love casting. <laughs> and not getting a, a hug on your birthday. <laughs> and his inspirations for comedy, man, and his battles and his uh, little triumphs. So, uh, yeah, check him out. Carlos Loma, he's my friend on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. 
all the little social media um, outlets. So, yeah, man, we're going to have a good conversation. And other than that, man, you guys keep shining, man. Enjoy the show. Peace out. Burden down Down by the riverside Down by the riverside <laughs> <laughs> You're great You're great without the fucking booze dog I'm awesome Who huh? knew you could be happy without drugs and booze You weren't a drug guy though You were a fucking booze guy right Just booze Yeah but eventually It's a drug right Alcohol Did Yeah you say that A lot of people don't say it's a fucking drug Right Cause Alcohol is a drug Yeah Fuck yeah dude no, but I was gonna. I went crazy because I was gonna, like, you know, you always progress. Like so my, progress, what? Like get worse, drink more, get crazy. Yeah, I was. I was about to do heroin, dude. This motherfucker. Did you, have you ever done heroin? No, but did you I, have a connect. Well, you, you can always get a connect. <laughs> God, you have to know people. Heroin. That's a dangerous fucking drug. Yeah, but the thing is, like, okay, as well, as far as like dangerous, like get you a lot of fucking jail time. And people yeah. aren't gonna fuck with you only if they fuck with you and shit. Well, you have medication now, so pills. Oh, hell so. yeah. Well, then you don't get your uh, prescription for Oxycontin renewed, then you go to the fucking needle, no? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyways, I just wanted to get, when I was that drunk, I was like, man, I want to get. Even higher or drunker or what? Yeah. Take yeah, because yeah, it was, you go from an alcohol to, to a downer, so it's just, uh, heroin is a downer. And why'd you fucking drink in the first place? How long have you been fucking drinking, dude? 15 years. 15 since, uh, fucking, since you were a kid, high school age? No, or? no, uh, 21. Oh, so 21. So you're one of those late bloomers and you fucking... Did you like it since the beginning or what? I love that shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker, dog. I loved it, dude. Yeah. When, that, when that shit hit me, dude, fuck, dude. It was just like... You were the man or what? Hell yeah, dude. Everything was, was perfect? Just, fuck yeah, dude. It was like... I was fucking awesome, dude. You just feel like this magical thing, like all your insecurities... Gone? Are... are you know, like you have your insecurity. Like, you're like, I'm 5'8", right? Right. But you make you feel like it's six something. Six foot ten. You think your dick is like 12 inches and shit. <laughs> it is. Well, goddamn, dog. Super powerful. This motherfucker. And um, and what the fuck, dude? What's it make you feel, though? Like, I mean, besides that, what the fuck? Like, <clears throat> what's a high? I, I, I like alcohol to laugh and fucking chill, but I, I don't like being hungover. I don't fucking like the feeling like I'm, gonna, I'm like, the world spinning. I can't control it. And I mean, it's cool talking shit. Don't get me wrong, dude. But and also, I don't like having fucking you know the big ass stomach for fucking drinking beer. I mean, that's my thing, dude. Uh, I'm a Scotch dude myself, though. No, but I was just I, I at the end. I just I love fucking. Uh, I I didn't want to. I just wanted to forget things, dude. You just really numb yourself. That's it. You just numb yourself, and that's it. You don't want to feel shit. And as far as like, all right, you said you want to fucking forget. Okay, I get that. But what the fuck are you trying to forget, fool? The thing I realized now that I'm going to therapy and stuff. And, and by therapy, you mean what? AA? Or uh, like therapy on top of AA? Or and, no AA? Yeah. No AA, just therapy? AA. Psychiatrist, in essence. Or real group therapy, and then okay. therapy, one-on-ones, and then I go to my AAs. But it's just like, I never learned how to cope. You know, coping that, I never knew how that. It sounds pretty childish now. Right. But that's and, the thing is like I never knew how to cope with stuff. And coping in what way? With just what? Just with, if shit went down, like family stuff or shit with women. For example, one time, I, I what happened is uh, for a while, a lot of things was um, when I was a kid, like you know, because I was yeah. born in Mexico, and I was brought here when I was like four, like you know, coming from one country to another country, like I didn't know how to cope that. So but that, that automat- transition was hard for you. Yeah. So automatically, I knew it was different. So a culture shock in essence. Yeah. 
So then he can't speak English. Uh, but uh, one time, I didn't like um, I. I, I was already different, but then when they started calling him wetback, beaner, and all that shit, I hated that shit. Oh yeah, it's fucking disgusting, dude. And um, so one time, there's like these kids, and I think I was like in first grade. They're like cinco de mayo, cinco de mayo, in my in my, in my apartment complex. And these are Mexican American kids. Yeah. Yeah, no white kids. No white kids. And <laughs> we're like, the fucking worst. Dude. <laughs> so they they surrounded me, and they surrounded me. They're like cinco de mayo, cinco de mayo, and I said, stop me, stop, stop. Mm-hmm. Full, they wouldn't stop, so I didn't know what to do anymore. So I went home and I got the biggest fucking knife I could find. And I was like, <laughs> 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 Michael Myers over here. <laughs> I started chasing those motherfuckers. Dude. Are you serious? I fool? did. I swear. I swear. How were you, dog? Like six, seven. Jesus fucking Christ. No manches way. And what happened, dog? Those fuckers could run. Fat kids could run, dude. Fuck. <laughs> You ever have issues with that fucking name calling anymore or what? Nah, for the next day, they're all fucking buddy buddies with me and shit. Oh, man, sorry, man. And I was like, yeah, you look at him fucking catch your ass, dude. And it's crazy, too, when a lot of people say, like, um, you know, that's a lot of stuff that a lot of uh, Mexican-American kids or Latino-American kids, when they come from El Salvador, Guatemala, whatever you want to say, fucking Chile, and even go fucking the south as, I don't know, Uruguay or whatever the fuck. Um, um that they don't, that there's no class for you. There's no, like, especially if your parents don't know, if you, and especially if you don't have cousins that already have been here or you have that, um, or the cousins have already been born here and they take you in and they show you the ropes. Yeah. Because you kind of, you're by yourself. And you were you an older kid? Or are you the, the <clears> oldest? The oldest. Yeah, and that's the thing too, dog. You're you're right there leading the pack. You know what I mean? I'm sure your brothers have less issues with it than you do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, because they were born here. So I always thought that, like, automatically I thought I was different, you know? Right. And, uh. Uh, so then, you know, I don't know about you, but like, you know, you could, they always tell you how to, you know, you can't be, you acted too Mexican, so you didn't want to call me paisa. And when they call you paisa, that's not a term of endearment. No, it's a fucking derogatory sounds, term, yeah. dude. That's basically saying another version of wetback to yeah. me. If you see me, I don't like, I just go, hey, yo, what's up? There's no wetback, there's no paisa in my vocab. I mean, you know, people can say it or whatever, I'll play with you, you know, just not to go along with you. But I mean, that's not my fucking, in my mantra or mantra, <laughs> my constitution. Uh, you were saying, yeah. So you know they don't they don't really teach you stuff. Uh, my parents always thought like they they always assumed that I knew stuff that I knew because they thought that school taught taught us everything. Yeah, they thought school in uh, the U.S. is a, as good as it is in Mexico because they yeah. teach you actually. You actually fucking um, dude. By the time you hit high school, you learn college shit. Yeah, fucking, we're all fucking like four years behind over here. <laughs> so you know they just assumed that the, they took care of everything, but that was part of the coping. I never knew how to cope with that. Right. You know, because I had a lot of anger towards that. Like when people, I mean, especially white people, they said some, they would say something crazy. I would just fucking snap, dude. I would remember you would be a cool motherfucker, always cool, happy. But then, like, you would get kind of fucked up and you had a crazy look. You never got crazy with me. I don't know why, but I mean, not that fucking that's important. But, you know, some certain people, you gave them that fucking killer look. I'm like, God damn, this motherfucker is possessed. He's stopping. You know what I mean? The little charade outside GNS. I one time you were fucking up homeboy, kicking him. I was like, God. Damn. And then at the sunset room, dog, when you christened the place. <laughs> I don't even. Nah, see, I was, I, no, it's all good. I don't give a fuck. I ain't judging you, dude. I'm just fucking. Yeah, I just, it's just funny how, like, I look, I go everywhere now. You know, I go everywhere here and I'm like, yeah, I remember this place. And I can't, everything goes, damn, man. Yeah, I used to, I, I was fucked up, man. I don't remember anything without being fucked up, dude. <laughs> so, but when you're fucked up, you just draw a blank when you wake up in the morning. At the end, I was just, I was just blacking out. Really? You yeah. were drinking that much? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. And <laughs> that was bad, dude. I was going to work 
lit fool lit like are you serious like i was started waking up at at four five and o'clock and then i start drinking just so I could wake up and shit, man. Really, just to get that feeling back, like, all right, this is gonna, let's fucking let's let's make it happen. Yeah. Without the juice, you weren't able to do it. I could do it, but I was fucking miserable. <laughs> you know. That'll be fucking part of fucking you know coping with that other bullshit, and then waking up in the morning, and killing the fucking misery, was drinking again. Yeah. So I was like, cause I was at, I was working at an office job, right? And then I was like, I thought, is this is it? The cubicle life? Yeah. And I was like, is this it? This is a fucking life. Yeah, man. Fuck that. And I should have started thinking too much. <laughs> like, and, is this going to be forever? Yeah. And then what happened is uh, I was, I, I like this this uh, girl that I work with a lot. Romance, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the fucking yeah, man, podcast. But, man, I don't know what the fuck, but I, I, was, I was obsessed with that woman, dude. Like, it was, funny. It was like we were in a relationship, but we weren't in a relationship. <laughs> was it like, your, is that just your work wife? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, this is I funny. It was like we were, because we were together, but we, we never um we never made it official because I was drinking and shit. So okay. I would always fuck up a lot of shit. And um, so the, it was funny, dude. Like, think about it, like. I, if she would talk to other other guys or go to lunch, I'll, I'll, you ever snap at somebody? You'd be jealous. <laughs> I'll be fucking jealous, dude. Like hardcore. Hardcore. Like, yeah, I wouldn't yell at her, but I'm ranchero go, jealous go, or what? High tech jealous, because <laughs> I'll be I aming her. What? You know, and I guess when you I am, it sounds like you're screaming. Oh shit. Yeah, dude. I remember, fucking some chick told me right now, you sound angry. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I ain't angry. That's how I speak. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Going to lunch with him? And then uh, she's, all, she's like, I'm not going to go to lunch with anybody no more. I was like, no, I'll do whatever you want. So it was just, it was just like, that added more stress into my life. Really? Yeah. So, um, it was, and the one thing about women, women, like, they tend to, like, <laughs> not... They can really camouflage their feelings, like you know. Yeah, dude, they're very chameleon-like. Yeah, I mean, I have a short fuse. It's very hard. I mean, I, I, I guess I invoke actor skills because I just sit there and don't say nothing. But that's a that's a skill in itself. But it's very hard to yeah to not show that immediately, dude. So anyway, so so then I got uh, I got laid off and shit. Oh no, no yeah, she she was getting jealous too and all that stuff. She was like, from my so it was mutual then. Yeah, because I remember one time she wouldn't even give me a hug for my birthday. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did you give me a hug? It's like, cause yeah, that's, you know, yeah, your women already gave you hugs. I was like, uh, I don't shit. care about them. <laughs> I want a hug from you. <laughs> yeah, and she well, she did me cold, man. But uh, after that, like, um, you know, going to work, thinking about life. Stand up. Stand up. Actually, I didn't even want to do stand up anymore. At that point? At that point, yeah. Because I was, I was, I was, oh no, no. I was actually, I was sent to, they gave me six months. Yeah, I know you had a little uh, episode <laughs> with the fucking, with our uh, law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, so, so anyways, I, I did like, they had to turn myself into county. I did all this <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, it's funny that like right there, you're like, over here, you're, you're insulted, you know, especially when somebody t- tells you, hey, hey, uh, do you speak English? Like, I get fucking mad. Like, right, fuck right, that, right, right? And then you go to county and shit, and they're like, hey, dog, where you from? And that's when you're like, can't wait, not anymore. <laughs> you know, all the fucking, all the English goes away and shit. Cause, you know, oh, and it's different, and too. And it's like, you want to talk about this, is, it's racist out here in society. <laughs> it's fucking racist in the can, huh? Yeah. To another level. Well, you know what? Like, it wasn't, yeah, like, you just stick with your own shit. Right. But once you put it, they put you in the cell. 
you know, I was there with two black dudes and a Southsider. Mm-hmm. And then he's all like, I thought he was like Puerto Rican and shit. <laughs> but I remember when I saw the black dudes, I was like, oh shit. Let me share that. Make, make sure this is my cell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and also I went in there and then, you know, the, anyway, so I, I had to do all that stuff. I couldn't stop drinking by my own, by myself, you know. I, I, I went a like hundred days sober. Was that torture or what? It was torture because there is a difference between there's stop drinking and then there's recovery. Stop drinking wow. doesn't mean you don't deal with your shit. You know, you can stop drinking, but you still haven't dealt with your shit. Your issues that you have because of drinking. Or yeah. So you just, drinking. you're just amplified with everything like fuck with rage and all that shit. So it's just all just sitting on top of your shoulders. Yeah. Ready to fucking burst. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my hundred days, I, I, you know, I was, I was, uh, there was, uh, like, I attempted, dude, and I couldn't deal with the situation, so I was like, "Fuck it, let's." So you fucking fell off the wagon. Yep. Hardcore. Hardcore. Now, real quick, uh, when you were in jail, dude, how? I mean, all right, it's structured out here on the street. You know, we can pretty much talk with everybody, but there you have two types of Mexicans, or actually, really three. You have paisas, right? Mm-hmm. You have Southsiders, and you have the, you know, the Norteños that came from up northern California. For some reason, they're down here. Right, and those are three sects, and then you have your white dudes, which is what the Aryan Brotherhood and the, the woods, the Pecker Woods, and what else? They have lowrider Nazis, right, or Nazi lowriders? Yeah, but they, you just put them woods, like woods. You know, white, white, white. And then you have, um, well, you have your 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 blacks, blacks. right? The blacks. They were the f- was ahead. it hard for you though in there? With you know, did you who who'd you roll with once you got inside? Oh, pisos. Really? So you went, <laughs> yeah. you went traditional Mexican? Yeah. Well, because if you don't have like if you don't have a lot of tattoos and you don't have you're not bald, right? If you have hair, they assume you don't speak English. Oh, okay. So then the Pisces take care of you. <laughs> and were they up on the program? Like, were you up on all their shit and everything, or what? No. Or they pretty much leave you alone? Yeah, I just leave, because most of the Pisces, they're the, there because either they're trafficking <laughs> <laughs> or drunk driving and stuff. <laughs> or domestic violence. It's, uh, no, you know what's funny? There's, wow. one, there's one dude. He was a Pisces, right? This fool, uh, he looked white, dude. White. Blanco, white, green eyes, blue eyes, and then little, and but they have what I had like a mustache, mm-hmm. right? So this fool put, we used to call him Chavelo. <laughs> Chavelo. So then uh, they separated us. I said, okay, all the, all the black, or black panthers, black gorilla family, all that stuff. They separated them, put them in one cell, and then they said, uh, you know, uh, paisas, outsiders. You know, Hispanics on one cell, so they put us in another cell. But this food was way in the fucking back, and they couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying. Damn. So, oh, really? So he was, he was like English, no fucking. Yeah, he didn't yeah. To fucking look. Right, <laughs> right. So the food were like, "This, hey, where's Chavelo?" And then Chavelo's over there, just like it was like a like a like a three stooges. We just walking. He was following the white people. <laughs> and, <we're> like, <laughs> and then we started finding the window. Hey, where were you going? But he was there for uh, prostitution because he got caught picking up a prostitute. Oh, I thought he was fucking selling that ass. While he was getting that ass. <laughs> Damn, this one—they usually bust you with what solicitation, shit like that. Yeah, solicitation for prostitution. You're like, no way! I should have done that. I should have gone over there, man. But my God, I don't know, pinche. Que mi vieja me andaba esperando. This motherfucker, dog. And was it rough in there or no? Nah. You did what, half of six months, you said? Yeah, but I only did like two weeks. Oh, and, it's, then, oh, and the rest was probation? Uh, yeah, house arrest. Oh, and how was the uh, how was the two weeks? Was it rough or no? What'd you eat in there? It's fucking whack, dude. 
It's funny when people try to say, oh, I was good in there, bro. It's like, what the fuck is good in jail? Fuck that. There's nothing good in jail. <laughs> but it's weird how, like, you know, you hear the term institutionalized. Right. Like, I understand now. Because these fools are comfortable there. Like, one... <laughs> Come th- That's the only life they know. Dude, the, the one dude got out of the fucking cell, right? Lifers without doing life. Yeah. Why? Well, this was there for like two years or, or, or. There were some other fools there. Yeah, they were there for. They were just institutionalized, dude. They don't know anything else. But that life. So, um, you know, they, it was. I think about it like it's funny because you, you see them and then you, uh, you, you, you know, they've been there for a long ass time when they talk <laughs> about different jails. <laughs> Like it was some kind of colleges and shit. Look <laughs> at <Fucking> orientation, eh? <laughs> it was like, man, when you go to this one, you made it, man. What the And then they, they, they fucking cra- congratulate each other. Like, oh, oh, respect the dog. Respect over making up there. I was like. <laughs> and they started fucking talking about relatives or friends that they know that they met. Oh, you know my cousin. This yeah, they like, do, Jesus dude. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. It's like networking, dude. <laughs> You know, yeah, because like the, yeah, because then the the tattoo that's their business card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I just when I when I when I yeah, it fucking sucks. I don't know why. And people were like, they were making some jail food, dude, and they're like, oh yeah, this is the best. I was they kept. I told myself, don't eat shit from anything. Don't get used to it. Those spreads. Anything, you know. I just didn't want to like nah, Little nah. fucking concoctions that they make in there and shit. Yeah. And I and one thing I realized is like I, I told myself don't don't get used to it and this is just temporary, but those fools were like fucking making nachos and all that <laughs> shit, and they wanted me to eat big gulp, eh? <laughs> They wanted me to eat that shit and they're like, you are you sure you don't want none? I was like, nah. He was like, are you sure? Man, this is the best food in jail. I was like, hey, well, that's good, dude. You're all counting, motherfucker. I got nine days left. <laughs> <laughs> So now I just say fucking bologna and shit, dude. And carrots and shit. <laughs> so said carrots. Any crazy shit you seen in there or whatever? Or what? Yeah, they were gonna fuck up this one dude. His dude, his, you could tell that it was mental. Because really, they were just yeah. fucking with his head. He was mental. Oh, that dude was yeah, fucking. Because this one was a paisa dude, and he, he couldn't even speak English. He's like, and then they asked him, "Where you from?" And then he's like, "A wood." <laughs> oh, so he's fucking with him back. Yeah, but he 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 thought he was white, but. Oh, like that. Oh, that. Also, oh, that's where the little mental thing came on there. Yeah, so. and then they he was really put, Mexican, but he thought he was white or whatever. Yeah, well, I think it's Salvadoreño. Fucking milkweed. Eh? <laughs> so then they put him next to me, next to the cell, next to me, and then that's when they're they kept telling him to calm down because I guess in jail, like like if you're Mexican, you can't sleep in the floor. Really? Yeah, it's some type of respect, right? Really, that we Mexicans don't sleep on floors, right? Paisa or Salsa yeah, or anything, no. yeah. Really? So then, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So then after that, like, that fool was still sleeping on the floor, right? <laughs> uh, just pissing him off then. Yeah. So then they're they're like, hey, man, if uh, something happened, they're like, hey, if something happens, don't look. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Did something happen? <laughs> yeah. Something happened. That fool was screaming, deputy! Deputy! Oh, he was, <laughs> he was using his, uh, his broken English. He knew deputy, though, huh? <laughs> Not you screaming for the deputy. Deputy! They tuned that fool up nasty? Nah, they got him up before that. Because then you could tell he was fucking mental and shit. Okay. Yeah. So, so even an ass beating is not even going to work in that point. Nah, no. Nah, nah. But yeah, it was weird because I got there, like, oh, there was a riot before there. And I was like, shit, man. You didn't want to go through any of that bullshit? Nah, because you, you have to fight, dude. And like, oh, yeah, because that's the like, thing. If you don't throw down, they're going to whip your ass, yeah, huh? Yeah, so 
Yeah, they gave me all these rules and shit. So I was like, all right. right away. Yeah. And who the shot caller or what? No, 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 no. Like just the regular cellies. Yeah. Hey, this is what's going on. This is what you got to do. You're Mexican. This and that. Fucking yeah. follow this one. Go here. Talk to this person like that. Yeah. Fuck, dog. Gulliver's travels, dog. The worst, <laughs> the worst shit because they have a cell phone in your cell. They, no, they, you have a pay phone in your cell. Okay. So I have the top bunk right and then the the black dude right there he was calling his wife or his chicks or whatever He's, yo baby it's funny how they try to hook up on facebook and shit <laughs> <laughs> you know this was facing the attempted second degree attempted murder i don't know what the fuck and then who goes nah man i can't hook up with her man she has like eight kids motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> facing a fucking murder charges but fucking still wants to fall in love motherfuckers being picky <laughs> and then, you get one of those kids to visit your ass motherfucker <laughs> And then they were all, that fools are like trying to have phone sex, right? <laughs> no, my. <laughs> yeah, fool. Are you serious? Yeah, and this is me. Oh, fuck, right there. Like, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you going to do with me? So I just got up and just put like, and then like the next day he's like, man, was I bothering you, man? <laughs> no, motherfucker. You fucking tell me a bedtime story, dog. Jesus fucking Christ, Jamal. <laughs> or Curtis. Or Tig, this fool over here. Yeah, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm done. Did that help you though with your sobriety? Nah, dude? fuck no. <laughs> no. Oh, this fool, dude. Uh, no, no, because I was like, no, because I still didn't resolve my issues until I had the last relapse. That's when I checked myself into the hospital. And you had you relapsed once or twice? I relapsed once, but uh, you know, like I, I've been to this. Is, this was my second rehab because a year prior I went to rehab too. And that didn't seem to work. I didn't get it. I didn't get it at the time. You didn't understand what they had to offer for you. Right. And you didn't even understand probably alcoholism too, right? Yeah. Uh, I understood what it did, but then I didn't, like a lot of people say you can't do it by yourself. So it wasn't a re-education. It was an education in that. It was an education, but the whole higher power and spirituality, that has to play a portion in it. If you, that aspect of it. If yeah. you really want to get well. Yeah, because there's people, if you, if you talk to people in recovery... And people, they just stop drinking. They're two different people. One's a fucking angry motherfucker that hates everybody, <laughs> that pushes everybody away. But then the person who's in recovery, you know, I, I think they're more peaceful now. Like, I, I know I'm at peace now. Like, I'm happy and stuff, no matter what now. So it's Now a, it's no question. No, no. You I mean, didn't know the road to happiness before, too, I, I imagine, right? I thought comedy was the road to happiness. <laughs> killing? Yeah, killing, making m- money. Getting chicks? Yeah. <laughs> Drinking, dude. This I mean, that that's, it sounds ignorant, but, you know, that's I thought that was happiness. Yeah, that grat- that instant gratification kind yeah. of. I mean, it, it, it was to a point. Oh, fuck. It is yeah, dude. It point. feels fucking good. You can't buy that, bro. You couldn't buy that with money, dude, anywhere. And that's the thing. It's like, oh, I, another thing that I think I, I would do wrong, like, I don't want to be normal after I killed whatever, you know? I don't want to be normal. It's like, ah, you do, and everybody, like, loves you and you all that You have powers stuff. now, fool. <clears throat> everybody loves you and all that stuff. You're and a capeless then, hero. Yeah, but then the next day, it's like... Everybody's waking up for to go to work again. You're, yeah, nobody gives a shit. Now. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't understand that. And I didn't, I didn't understand that. And did that add, add on to fucking yeah. getting more fucked? Going, what the fuck, dude? My yeah. high's gone. I got to get my high again. Yeah. Wow, dude, that's a trip, man. Why well, don't you get that? I, dude, it's very hard to come down from that shit, dude. That's why it's like I, you got to go for a fucking to me. It's like because you can't match it, dude. You know what I mean? Even smoking pot won't do it. I mean, you know, sometimes that'll, but it's. it's it's a euphoria, dude. Like, again, you can't buy, dog. You know what I mean? The only way you... I think the only thing that's ever matched it for me is coming a little bit, 
taking a crazy roller coaster ride, crying, but not actually crying, but the after that, like fucking that, um, that, um, that, um, that, that, I guess, well, how would I describe it? That feeling when once you're done crying, it just feels like you're rested, that you like fucking, um, you feel at peace, you're safe, you know? Like, or also, too, like, you know, liking somebody and then liking you back. I mean, I've never mm. been truly in love or in love, but you know, when somebody, you know, says certain things to you, oh, fuck this person, goddamn, I actually feel good right now. You know, yeah. when you get that text, oh shit, she texts back. Oh yeah, yeah. especially if you're, it's the one that you want them to text back. Dog. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you know. it's some chicks, dude. It doesn't, it doesn't happen, dude. You know, they don't, they don't. It's not that they can have a, you know. And how's your dating life? This, uh, <laughs> this motherfucker, dog. <laughs> this fool. What are you asking? Dude? We're talking about you, dog. No. We were talking about it last no, time we, we talked. No, we actually do. I'm gonna I'll have a date tonight with that girl, dog. So I've been talking to her for the Which last one? three weeks. Remember that one time uh, you guys were going fucking this fool? You're all fucking angry or whatever. Fucking, I was just like, I'm telling you how you f- I fucking feel. I ain't fucking angry. I'm just expressing myself. I went at the ice house. So yeah, dude, fucking um, because I, I sense you were hurt. Ah, dude, I was to the fucking <laughs> curb. Bug. But now I'm in a good. I just, I got over all that shit and fucking everything was going good. Doing comedy, whatever. Fucking podcasting. Fucking traveling. And fucking, um, I started talking to her again through Snapchat, good old mm. Snapchat. And I just left a comment and boom, hit me up, told me everything that's been going on, you know, and then fucking, I told her my side. So then we talked on the phone and we've been chatting ever since. And, um, I feel really fucking good. And it's a trip. Cause it's funny. Cause you said that. All right, fool. So if she came back, you would give her another chance. I'm like, yeah, I told you. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, fuck you dog. I am going to shut the fuck up. You know, you just got to vent every now and then. But yeah, so that's uh, cool. And I'm like, dude, and it's weird because I never felt this way before, dude. You know what I mean? That's and it's, cool. And it's weird. I've never been with a chick my age or whatever. And it's like, this is coming together. And you will start wondering the difference between a woman, a lady, and a girl or, or hoes. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? It's like, goddamn. So yeah, man. It, it, I feel good and it feels good. Yeah, so that's where I'm at in my life with that. I, no, I, I was laughing because you were, you were like... You guys were, were tripping out on me. I was like, what the fuck? I was tripping out at that advice that you were, you were getting from. Like, who's telling you this? My my dad. I was like, man, he's never gone on a date. <laughs> well, yeah, total different fucking can of fucking worms. Dude. Oh yeah, I, it's funny though too because I used to when I would date back in the day, all dumb and young, I would um, I would treat women like my dad treated my mom. I thought that's how it was. And just, Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker! You ain't talking to me like that. What are you talking about, bitch? <laughs> and now yeah, now I'm at the point where I want to just fucking not be responsible about. Somebody else's happiness, but you know, contribute to their happiness, and you know, not worry, but necessarily care for somebody else other than myself, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's one thing I realized about like, uh, there's now that I'm, you know, well at therapy and all that stuff. Like, we're so afraid to love and stuff. Oh yeah, because we think you're, you know, you're gonna be a faggot or you're this gay yeah. or it's like <laughs> an unmanly, and it's like there's nothing wrong with that because in the end, that's all there is, dude. And then yeah, that's friendship why I, too. Ultimately, you have to have that friend, dude. You know what I mean? Well, uh, yeah, the thing is, is like I. You know, I, when I was drinking, I was it's very ego, self selfish thing when you get start doing drugs and all that stuff. And you know, like I pushed everybody away. All my other relationships, I pushed them away. Uh, my friends, you know, like you know, even people that meant good to me, I was like, man, they, they would give me compliments, fool. <laughs> I couldn't even fucking take a compliment. Hey, fool, you're funny. Shut the fuck up. He's just going against me. And this is being totally fucking drunk. So this is part. The past the point of being buzzed, having a good time. Now it's like fucking darkness is setting in. And you're fucked up, and you become that evil dude. 
Yeah, I trans- <laughs> you know, or how's that? You know that drunk dad, or that you know everything, and fucking shut the fuck up. That dick, you're in dictator mode. Yeah, 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 and no empathy whatsoever, dude. Selfishness at self, its fucking yeah. finest. So now that I, I that I'm sober and I understand working on relationships, like yeah, you have to work on any relationship. You know, friendship. Oh, that's fucking work, dude. You know, and before I was like, no, it was just me, 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 you know? <laughs> and Everybody but, could kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know how Mexicans are. Like, we're like, ah, me vale madre, güey. <laughs> I was born strong, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and then I realized, like, no, nah, man, I don't care how, what people say. Like, I did it by myself. Nobody did it by themselves anywhere. Oh, no. Mm. Well, you need help from anything. From the day you're fucking born, dude, to the day they put your ass in the fucking casket. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. And uh, even in comedy, you know, like, you look in comedy and stuff. And for a long time, I was bitter and stuff, you know, because I didn't know how to cope with shit. I didn't know I didn't know how to cope with rejection. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so much rejection. And then after a while, like, it, it does take a toll on you. Oh, fuck yeah. It can put you to a breaking point, dude. Yeah. You know, it can snap or just, like, never come back again. Yeah. You're one of those guys. He disappeared. <laughs> what so, happened to that dude? So yeah, so I remember that some fools used to break down for oh man, one of the craziest ones. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what's even funnier when comedians what, like when comedians like they think getting a persona is gonna make him happy. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like a voice or what? And, oh, no, because there's one dude I remember. There's one dude. Have a shitty ass persona, but you still don't have a fucking voice, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so there's one dude I knew him as a rocker right when it started. He was a <laughs> Like heavy metal, all this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I, I vicious dude. Yeah, yeah, right. Kind of like Sam Kennison. Sam <laughs> Kennison. He's and, a rebel. Yeah, and uh, and I then he, I didn't see him for like two years. Then he came back. He had a whole fubu and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't talking about J Rock, are you, dog? No. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> tow truck driver, dog. Oh uh, yeah. So it's just uh. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's that's what I. And that's an example. I think egoism too. You got to get over yourself. You got to humble yourself. You got to go up there. You know, kind of like, you know, fucking just with more desire than fuck and will than I. I think much more. You know, eventually your talent will set in. You'll find a figure out a way to put it in there. But you have to learn how to shine by yourself. You know, you have to you have to tread water, dude. Yeah, that's um. Well, you know, when I was started, like I went under, like. Well, you know, Willie oh, yeah. for like two years. The great Willie Barcena, <laughs> shout out. And uh, teach you the ropes, bro. Yeah, so and I think that's kind of when I picked up my drinking, actually. Well, do you think you, that that hanging out with him took your drinking to the next level, like where you can take it, or you picked up bad habits? It was a bad habit at the time. It was just a bad habit at the time. Plus, you know, I thought that being like that's gonna be make you funny, funnier, oh, cooler. People yeah. are gonna like you. Like yeah. this is the whole. This is a real deal. That's yeah. how you do it. Yeah. I, you know, the whole, you know, Richard Pryor shit, like, uh, <laughs> everything shy of short, uh, lighting yourself on fire. Yeah. And, um, but at the end, I look back on it, I was like, no, he, he didn't help me in anything. <laughs> he didn't help me in anything. I was like, besides that, well, like, what did, I, what did I learn from him? I didn't learn anything. You know, there was one time that he, I would, I remember I would, I would, I helped him out for his uh, one man show. And me and his wife were pass out tickets. I dude. remember that was at the haha. Yeah, where he had that uh, that poster where he had the tear in his eye. Yeah, yeah. And but he never gave me like stage time. He never gave me. <laughs> I've been there, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so one time he took me to San Jose Improv, and I guess he didn't like my crowd work. He's like, Nah, man, nah, nah, this ain't this ain't East LA, and this and this. 
And then I was like, <laughs> say these, they're like, I know, dog, it's San Jose. <laughs> and then, but that fool goes in there with fucking Dodger gear and shit. And, <laughs> uh, so, so then, so yeah, I, I just became like, and then I, everybody was telling me, you sound like him, you sound like him. And after so many, so many times people tell you that, you know, you kind of they're like, fuck that, you know. Like, yeah, you kind of get mad, dude, when yeah. Somebody, you know, you're all right, cool, you heard it once, but then you're like, oh, fuck, I am sounding like that. They figured out that I'm sounding like them. Jesus fucking Christ, what am I going to do now? Yeah, so I I separated myself from him as much as I could. And then after that, I just tried to, you know, try to do my own thing and stuff. So, uh, yeah, but it's hard, dude. It's hard. Everything. Okay, it's all work, dude. And that's the thing, too. Once you start realizing that it's... um. All right, it's cool. It's um, it's stand up, whatever. But in it, behind, underneath it all, it's all work, dude. It's all fucking work to doing that shitty ass open mic. You know what I mean, to even those killer shows, even the killer shows you promote yourself, and then you start. You had a good run over there at Ontario Improv. <laughs> you had good shows. They're packing them the fuck out. People were sending you demo tapes, hitting you up out of nowhere. Hey man, how can you do your show coming out of the motherfucking woodwork? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but that I, even. You, it, at my peak right there when I was in the improv, like I still wasn't happy, dude. I was not happy. Because, you know, there was a point where you even getting too fucked up at the shows, right? That's why I got kicked out, dude. <laughs> Me and Cat Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't even at peace then, right? No, I don't know, man. I was just tortured, dude. <laughs> I No, man, I just worked. It was weird. It was a weird. It was a good experience, and I'm glad that I went through it now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work, dude. And a lot of... A lot of people like you know if they don't they they think I'm glad I did it that way because a lot of people like a lot of comics are like no they're gonna they expect them to call oh <laughs> they're gonna call you and shit you know oh no they rather not do the work you know they don't you need to promote yourself you need to do this and this and this uh, but I, I I understand the level of commitment that that you need to pull. Put on yourself. Oh you know? fuck yeah! It's you a know. it's to another level. You now it's you're on your you're on your own, dude. Yeah. So if there's thirty people there, it's your fault. If there's nobody there, it's your fault. Yep. If it's packed, it's your fault. Yep. You know. And then the other thing too, you know, you bring comedians on. You gotta if these motherfuckers are gonna show up. Yep. You know, are they gonna promote? Most of them don't. No, they won't. You know what I mean? But they want that packed room so yeah. they can get down. Yeah. You know, everybody wants that, you know, that whole, that's where that selfishness comes in. They want you to hand it to them or whatever. Or I've known you this long, dog. What's your problem, dog? You haven't booked me, dog. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember the, the headliners would hit me up. Like, <laughs> Wouldn't talk to you any other fucking day. <clears throat> but it's, it's just, it's cool. Like, I think oh, of about course it, it is. You got to take it with a grain of salt, dog. You know, at that time, <laughs> yeah, it, at dude. that time, I used to take everything so fucking personal, fool. So that's part of you're still in your zone. That's when you were drinking and getting like you know. Yeah. So you're like a fucking you know, it's a little fucking um a pipe bomb ready to go off, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just that. The, I think that when I got kicked out of the improv, that's kind of like the everything. Everything started shutting down. Like everything. Like I was getting kicked personal out. Personal life. My personal life was already fucked up anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. In. I got I got banned from the ice house for like three months. <laughs> the world famous ice house. <laughs> uh, I was supposed to have an audition with Fluffy, and that shit got canceled. Okay. <laughs> I, I got one. I got one, but I was in uh, I was in Indiana that night. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. Hey, what happened? 
I, well, I was on the road, dude. They were going to do them at the Ontario Pro. Oh, I didn't know you were on the road. Ah, it's all good, dude. Next time, dog. You know, we'll do it. <laughs> you didn't do it? Nah, fuck. Why? Because I was on the road. I was fucking with sleeping in, in, in Indiana. Well, I didn't even get the call till after everything was booked and done, dude. I, I think I got a call on Friday, and the shit was on Saturday. I was like, oh, dude, I'm in Indiana tonight, bro. You know what I'm saying? What could I do? You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all good, though. Fuck. Did it hurt? Dude, I was like, dude, I wanted to be on that motherfucking show. You know what I mean? Not out of like, you know, not like birthright or nothing. But I was like, come on, man, give me a fucking shot to shot, motherfucker. I was like, I'm blowing up. <laughs> but it's all good, man. Of course, deep down inside, you want to get on there. You get that little Comedy Central credit, huh? You know, people look at you a different way, huh? And then you get that Comedy Central credit, and you go to the Sunset Room and bomb on a Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this guy was awesome. <laughs> you thought, motherfucker. <laughs> I I think um yeah I remember because when I I I didn't mess it up on my talent or anything you know like oh was, you had the whole episode at the Christmas party yeah you tell everybody to suck your dick and kiss my ass <laughs> I was gone by that time yeah I, I this is how yeah because I, I smoked a, a oh at the garage right. you smoked some bud with me hot dog that day it was my birthday dude. <laughs> <laughs> This fool. So what happened over there? From what you remember, I don't remember shit, dude. Yeah, because I heard it was pretty intense, dude. You were telling everybody. Everybody gives me different stories. Yeah, they're lesser version. I don't. I mean, I think if it was that intense, somebody would have grabbed you. They did. Oh, (laughs) I didn't know that, dog. Okay, it's because everybody, you know, because the hall was so big. Right, right, right. Everybody's telling me. Everybody tells me their story from. A different angle. Like if you were over <laughs> Their there, POV. Yeah, like if they you were on that side, they had seen like I was fighting. But you go over here. Oh, it like, seemed like I was giving hugs. Yeah, and shit. <laughs> <Fist> bumps. <laughs> like you were, you were like, you were like, you were cool. And people just stripped out. People just stripped out because you were drunk. But you didn't, you didn't say anything. He's like, you, and yeah, and that's about it. And everybody, when I woke up, I was in my car. I was like, fuck. Outside right? of the place. No, in uh, my house outside, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" And then I saw all my all my, all my phone blow up. I was like, "Really, oh. dude? Everybody calling?" I was like, "What the fuck happened?" And that's a, that's another shit. Every fucking the the the, re, the remorse and all that shit. And you're like, "What the fuck?" And you kind of know when you fucked up and shit. Oh, uh, so you already had that feeling, even though you kind of didn't know what really happened, but you know something bad happened. Yeah, like because just, of you. I just got a text and um. They're like, oh, well, offer was like, just apologize to Fluffy. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. Did you? I don't know how to apologize. I never, I don't know where he's at. <laughs> you should have sent him a tweet, dog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that right there, everything was just like kind of so, going down. And so down that was like the way. actual, the, the fucking, the straw that broke the camel's back, per se? You know what? No, no. As far as like my drinking? Hell right, right. no, man. <laughs> Surface shit, dog. You know my ego. My ego was like, "Fuck that, fuck that." We can do this shit by our own. <laughs> this motherfucker, dog. <coughs> DIY, dog. <laughs> this fool, you're killing me, dog. Oh yeah, that was my mentality. I was like, "Fuck that, man." We just you have to work harder, you know. So then after that, I started packing out the. Oh, that's when you started doing your own shows. Yeah. So then, in, like. It's kind of a little spark of fucking fire, I guess. You can yeah, look at it. Yeah. Now looking back. Yeah. So then I was like, man, fuck this. So that kind of motivated me a lot. Like, yeah, yeah you know. Really? Okay. Right. Makes sense, dude. So, but at the t- same time, like, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. Like, because, you know, if I had a little bit of success, dude. Maybe that would have fucking drove you into a crazier fucking downward spiral, maybe? Yeah. I know, man. Get a bit of, if you get a little bit of money and shit. 
<laughs> it said money, dog. I heard it was five hundred bucks in a gift basket. <laughs> cool. But even even success, it, I mean, a little bit of money, like it's not even that. The exposure too, yeah. and everybody knowing that you're on the yeah. tube. You know, that's yeah. a whole that's a whole glitz of it. Yeah, yeah. motherfuckers, look at me. Yeah, you still doing those little fucking moves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right here with you, dog. <laughs> so you know that that if you think about it, like that's success and stuff to a point. You know, right. You know, uh, but you know, if uh, at that time, like people were buying me drinks already and shit. So imagine <laughs> over here for, with uh, Carlos, bro. <clears throat> no, fool, fuck that. I want to kill myself, dude. God damn, this fool. <laughs> and what was the whole, and why'd you go from drinking hardcore to saying, dude, I want to try heroin? What the fuck was that all about? I was just out of my mind, dude. And when that drinking was taking you there, fool? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was already two rehab, two, yeah. And you getting six months and serving two weeks in the can, what what got you there? What got you that little fucking uh, the little jail um, little jail run and all that? Okay, um, honestly, <laughs> said honestly, honestly, yeah, we tell the truth here. <laughs> um, all right, I can talk about it now because I'm sober and shit, <laughs> and people can learn from this shit. Uh, I gotta let me see what happened. I. I, that that time I was my drinking was really like progressing because they they said it's a progressive you know like I, if you don't agree if it's a disease you know it, it's up to you but right. uh, you know any disease is progressive like you know it gets worse right if like, you don't put a stop to it if you don't control it if you don't do something about it yeah it's you know you, if you don't control it if you if you don't do the proper measures to stop it then it gets progressive and <clears throat> you know. So I just started. I started buying um, bottles and stuff. You know, had bottles in me with me. Well, like stashed and shit. Stash, and then and then I started drinking more, and I started going on binges for like, like I wouldn't show up for work. I would just miss work. At the end, I, I was missing shows, dude. Where the fuck were you going, dude? I was just in my in my, in my house, fucking drinking and shit by myself. <laughs> God, the damn. party was over, son. <laughs> Look, it ain't no party left the after party, dog. <laughs> but I didn't want to. I, I I wanted to be there, dude. I was like, that's what you like. You like that feeling. That was the only no. Well, it, my I just didn't want to deal with shit. So that was a way to it was, cope. It was or just to get some, away. Yeah, it's numbing. You know. I mean, when you do drugs, all you do is fucking numb shit. You don't want to think about reality. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what drugs you doing, dog? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but um. So yeah. So anyway. So. I went to go buy a bottle, and I went to fucking thinking I could drink like a gentleman, you know, because they always say that the illusion, like that. Sitting, I always thought that I could control it, dude. Sitting there with a little suit, a bow tie, and a top hat, or yeah, what, dude. No, that's how I thought, dude. <laughs> Look at the planner's fucking <laughs> peanut guy. There's a monocle. And then, uh, so then I bought a bottle, and I said, okay, now I'm just gonna drink two after this. And at this time, you were leaving at your folks' house. Yeah. Yeah, and they weren't even seeing nothing of this. Right? Yeah, they they was they were seeing because I was I was about to get my house and shit. Okay, so, so they were like, well, whatever. He's just drinking. No, no, he, they were really concerned actually. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. but I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't care. So then, and it was funny because the next day I was supposed to go to house hunting, right? <laughs> this <laughs> like the fucking show and shit, right? So then I I went, you know, I was supposed to meet up with this chick, and she, you know, at. I didn't really care. I just care about the alcohol, dude. Like, I don't care. Like, fuck it. You know, I got my drinking. I got my two shots. And then I went to the car and I drank the whole bottle. Or half of the bottle. Then well, I went home. How big was that fucking bottle, dude? It was like a pint. Oh, my God. 
What was your little drink of choice back then? Vodka or what? Yeah, it was, yeah at the end, it was just vodka. Oh, you just wanted to straight that fucking, that straight yeah. fucking, straight jolt of juice, huh? Yeah, it's, it was bad, dude. Um, so I went home. I remember we're driving home, and then, like, I blanked out from Montebello to Pomona. So you didn't even know what the fuck. You didn't mm. even know if you were in a car or whatever the fuck. Mm. Next thing you know, like, I wake up, and I'm like, and then you hear this. This light, you hear somebody, and I was like, what the fuck? So then there's a flashlight, you know, and I was like, so then I'm like, so he's like, open the door, open the door. And I was like, what? And I'm like two blocks away from my house. And, you know, I was right in front of a church and all that stuff. I fell asleep on the, on the wheel, on the red light, dude. Really? Mm-hmm. So what, just with your fucking head and the fucking horn going, no, I just fell asleep. Right there, boom. Mm-hmm. Car neutral or in park or what the fuck? On drive. Foot on the brake or some shit? Foot on the brake. Oh, my God. And then after that, like, you know, there's anyways, I I don't even, I just remember like, oh, you know, this is when you watch too much fucking cops and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, hey, uh, you know, you're going to take a breathalyzer and all that stuff. I'm like, no, am I under arrest? Am I under arrest? He's like, no, well, you know, if you don't do this, you're going to lose your license. I was like, I don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) You told that fool that? What did he say, dog? And he was like, yeah, you're under arrest. (laughs) And the next you know, uh, they had me in the uh, the squat car and they're reading my my record. I was like, fuck, how the fuck did this happen? And then that's when... But the next day, that's when I realized I was like, you know, I need help because I went to, um, I got out of jail mm-hmm. and then they took me to, and then I went straight to make sure my car, maybe they gave me a break. So I thought that, cause they impounded my car. But before that, like I went to the liquor store <laughs> and I was more mad cause the liquor store was closed than all that shit that it did. They went down. Fuck a DUI. Fucking sleeping at the wheel. Fuck that I fucking fell asleep and didn't know where I was at for fucking from Montebello to fucking Pomona. Mm-hmm. Why is this fucking liquor store closed? <laughs> yep. I was like, well, I bought you a fucking Christmas present, you dick. Like- <laughs> the fucking <laughs> liquor store owner, dude. This I take care of my people. Eh? <laughs> you fucking that's a fly. that's a fucking sick I was, dude. Thinking yeah, that the the, the fucking the, the liquor store owner was gonna be cool with me and shit. But yeah, that's uh, that's what happened. That's what happened after that. Like, I tried fighting it, whatever. <laughs> Fight what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get an attorney and all that shit? Oh yeah, dude. Did at least they mitigate that shit down to lesser, lesser no. of a charge? No, they're like, no. no, you're fucking out of your mind. You're a f- no. Well, the craziest thing is when I wasn't in front of the judge. He, you know, that's what. He's like, you're a minister to society. <laughs> I was like, what? Like <laughs> an O dog over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you are, man. And you know what? Fucking A, you are, dude. Fucking driving around all fucking crazy like that. Dude, you can kill people. Fucking God knows what, dude. Yeah, but I'm grateful that I'm, that that nothing happened. Nothing happened. And, and, you know, like. Even your own life. Yeah. I mean, and your own uh, health. So, like, am I embarrassed to tell this story? Yeah, but, you know, one thing thing I realized is, like, okay, well, I know there's other people that I could help with. Whatever you know, because a lot of people, you know what, like a lot of people don't talk about this shit, dog. right? Right. All right. Somebody, oh, what happened? You got to DUI? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I, got, I brought it down. It's too wet and reckless. Yeah, you only get wet and reckless if you get DUIs, my yeah. boy. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not a prostitute. I'm an escort. <laughs> <laughs> so, the same shit. so you know, before I not only that, like before I would make fun of it, like like you know my stand up and shit. 
But now I was like, nah, it's not that funny no more. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's certain things that I, I could find funny about it. Right, you can pull out of there. Yeah, but like, you know, like, you know, like, hey. You know, when people say, oh, let's take a shot. Before it was fun to me, but I'm like, no, dick the fuck. Like, like give me some gas money or some shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's why I talk about it now, because I know it, it might help somebody out there. Yeah, it's funny. Fucking Felipe says that when uh, his own, he doesn't drink anymore. And they're all, would you like to drink? No, just give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Hell yeah, man. That's a trip. And another thing about you too, dude, uh, I met you doing stand-up, but you're a comedian. You're also a fucking, uh, you're a veteran, right? Yes. I mean, you served in the uh, in the armed forces. You're a Marine, right? Yes. Hoorah! <laughs> yeah. So how was it like meeting Al Pacino, dog? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was. Uh, well, now it's funny and stuff. Why is that? Because um, well, because the program that I'm in right now, you know, they're all veterans and shit. I think that's why another reason, like, it helped me a lot because they're all veterans. They and have shit. stuff in common. Yeah, like if you go to a regular Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, like, they're all fucking crazy. You don't even know who if they're paying attention or they're even fucking lying. Yeah. So then, but over here is like there's discipline. Like it's more personal too. Yeah. Like you, you know, you raise your hand and. And, it's more know. formal. There's fucking. Yeah. Uh, you're not sitting there like a loose cannon. Yeah. Everybody out of place. Yeah. So then they make you. You know. You realize like. You, you know. It, it it got really serious, dude. Because you know, like, okay, I'm an alcoholic, and but there's like, like you know, like addicts and stuff, and then we have each other's back. Like you know, we're supposed to call people. You know, I don't know if you were talking about it, like we we're talking about like. Talking, talking makes helps you a lot through God a lot of things. Damn, it does, dude. Damn right, dude. So, what happens? Is, yeah. So that's part of the program that you have to go talk, or if you have the urges to use or drink, like you talk to somebody. You have to call another alcoholic or a drug addict, or whatever, or you know, because if not, they're not gonna understand. Like if I call you, you could be like, "Fool, drink another one." Yeah, get that <laughs> dog. That works for me, dog. You start laughing. At me. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? So right there we have we have we have the buddy system so we have to call this stuff but then sometimes you know like you know how fucking serious this shit is until like you know some fool that you're going to group therapy and shit the fool fucking relapse and that fool doesn't come back no more like they found him dead in the fucking motel six and oh, shit no, that's fucking that's when it fucking fucks you up no. yeah so and it's not family uh, per se it's not a friend per se but it's a friend from that program that was going through the same and you can see how serious and you're gonna lose your life in a fucking instant yep. if you take a fucking wrong fucking left turn or right turn or whatever the fuck yeah so that's why like you know and it's weird like this one dude he he, was, he went he did two like tours in iraq fucking hero and shit and then they found him dead in a hotel it's like fuck and like, that was because drinking uh, he did. Uh, I think he overdosed on um, meth or something. Uh, I'm sorry, heroin. And uh, but that's another too. Another issue too that they don't talk about a lot of post traumatic um, post traumatic stress disorder. PTSD, yeah. And that's just uh, what's you know from the shit they see out there. The crazy shit. I mean, yeah. they're fucking ripping people apart with bullets, dude. You think if that's not gonna have an effect on you, you might be fucking. You must be fucking subhuman, dog. Dude, the funniest shit, dude. <laughs> what? Well. <laughs> Go there at seven o'clock in the morning, dude. You feel, you see a bunch of fucking people there fighting in the parking lot, dude. Like straight boxing <laughs> over what, dude? Parking space. Are those dudes like because they're so like fucking like just, you know? just aggro, ready to go? Yeah, that shit is hilarious. Food with I think food. you should take them to a shooting range, but like the gun is you can't move the gun. You can only touch the trigger and hold it. And then just let it out. Did you grab that motherfucker and take it out on someone? Fuck. 
That knows what you'll fucking do. So, but you know what? Like, I know there's a lot. A lot of people talk shit about like the VA. You know, the the, yeah, the veterans, veterans uh, hospital or the veterans, veterans affairs. Yeah, veterans. Affairs. But like, you know, like if the problem that I'm in, they really helped a lot, dude. And is this a new program too? No, it's been there for years, dude. It's been here for years. And, like, and what I've noticed too, because I have some buddies that've been in the military, you know, army dudes, but a lot of them don't read their pamphlets after they get in or when they get in, so they don't know all the resources they have. And then before it's too late, they're like, oh, but this was available. I never knew about it. Well, you should read the book. But that's part of the orientation too that you don't get by the older guys that are there because they're lifers and you're only going to be there about five, six years and then you're out. Yeah. So that fucking. Well, I think a lot of things when they have, I think. Um kind of abandoned in that sense i think when you're a veteran you know you're there you're you're taught to you think you're fucking rambling shit right <laughs> this fool. But, i had a rambo knife though. <laughs> but you know when you come back or whatever what i see what i see from most of the the veterans over there they actually most men are, are, are they're just afraid to ask for help oh yeah dude because asking mean, for help it, it means they were weak Oh fuck yeah! That you don't know. You're right. you're not supposed to know, and you're not smart enough to know. Right. And once you get over that, because that's why they have that one eight hundred crisis number and stuff. Because you know the easiest shit is just picking up a phone and calling. Hey, you know. But when you talk about your feelings and all this stuff, you're you have all this shit internal that they're gonna make fun of you. If they don't understand. And that's one of the worst feelings in the world is uh, for you to express your feelings and either get re- get rejected. Or get laughed at. Mm-hmm. That's when you can just straight go ham on a motherfucker. Dude. Yeah, yeah, like party that f- fucker that shot up the fucking gate clothing shit. <sighs> that motherfucker. <dog. laughs> Jesus fucking Christ with that <clears throat> shit, dude. Um, so yeah, just that's the hardest thing because I remember when I when I was in my rock bottom, uh, you know, and people were really offering help. I was like, okay, I'll yeah. T- I remember Gracie going around saying, you know, we had to do a. Um, an intervention for you. But I told her the only one that's going to be able to do that is Carlos. Because even with that, we would talk to you and get, you know, hang out. And then fucking, you'll pull out one of the little bottles and keep drinking. It's like, all right, well, didn't we just talk to him about that? <laughs> and that's when I got my, there's no, there's nothing I can do. You no, know? you can't. You know? <clears throat> no, you and, can, you can. It, and it, I mean, what am I going to do? Just fucking beat your ass and fucking leave <clears throat> you there so you won't drink that night? But what's that going to do? Yeah, probably give me a really fucked up hangover. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and how'd you go up as far as the Marines? Why'd you choose the Marines and why? Because of the uniform. I, for the uniform? Are you serious? <laughs> okay, you're like a fucking uh, what, what? Tom Cruise and a few good men or something? Kevin yeah, Bacon? No, fuck yeah, dude. Look dope, dude. <laughs> God damn, dude. I've always loved that army <laughs> shit. I've always like, but when it came time to enlist, now nah, I'm cool. I remember when September 11 happened, I was going to go enlist, and my dad's like, hey, 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 hey motherfucker, relax, <laughs> all right? They don't give a fuck about you. It's cool that you feel that way, but don't be doing that shit. Because, you know. But yeah, I was never going to fucking enlist and shit. I was like, fuck. And I remember they were hounding me when I turned 18 and shit. Hey, buddy, we just want to sit down with your family. And my mom would call it, fuck that. He already registered, and that's it. Click. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am, you don't understand. Adios, cabron. <laughs> well, uh, part of the reason is because, you know, because I was born in Mexico. Right. So I was like, okay, let me give back something to this country. You see that Donald Trump? Suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was part of the reason. So uh, the Marines, I don't know. I just thought they were like pretty badass at the time. Oh, dude. They fuck- and what were you doing? Were you infantry or what the? What was your job? Uh, field How- artillery. What was Field it? artillery. Field artillery? So yeah. you're getting the fucking round mechanics, ready? Mechanics, mechanics, really? Yeah. Big ass, so like, is that what was it? What did that entail? 
if you can detail it for me or us. Uh, well, you know, they, they call in coordinates, you know, they call in, you know, you have to, um, whatever coordinates they, they want you to blow, uh, and that's artillery, artillery, like you just, you know, shoot it up and and then, and was that all computer program after you guys loaded up or what the fuck? Yeah. So very high tech shit. No, no, it wasn't that high tech at the time. I was in '97, so. But still, was, I mean, it's fucking. Uh, that's what after the Gulf, the first Gulf War, right? Yeah, yeah. So that shit was ready to fucking go. Yeah. And is it? And I know a lot of people talk shit. Oh, right to bear arms, fucking. You know, have your own guns. Your government. You know, nobody's gonna tell me what to do. The government has this all mapped out, huh? If anybody tries to rise up in some bullshit, they'll fucking. I was watching. Um, second. I was watching. Um, <clears throat> you ever watch Vice? I've watched a couple of them, but I don't have HBO, but I've seen a couple of the little fucking, you know, little small, small little, um, you know, little trailers and shit. Yeah. Pretty interesting yeah, stuff. Yeah. There's, uh, they're the first ones that broke the Ebola story I heard. Yeah. They was, I understand. The one I watched was about how the government has, how they're spying you. They know everything, dude. Oh, of course. They, they know everything. You know, they, you fucking over here trying to hide shit off. Oh, they know you sell weed, motherfucker. Relax. They ain't yeah. gonna get you for that. <laughs> it's true. I was like, wow. Like, because I, I guess they interviewed that dude, uh, Snowden. Snowden. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. You, you, if they have you in your, they have your cell phone, your texts, all that shit. They know how many times you fucking log in on Pornhub, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> you jack off artist. <laughs> Huh. Everyone's uh, trying to be secretive. Yeah, no, there's nothing. I just go like, I just wave like, hey. Oh, dude. <laughs> and how long did you do that for? And did and did you get into that part of work in the Marines because that's how you tested, or is that what you wanted to do? I know they give you a test. Right? I wanted infantry. Oh, that's what you want. You wanted to yeah. hold the M16 and shoot motherfuckers. Yeah, but uh, they didn't have any openings at the time. Said, so a lot of motherfuckers like that shit. Yeah, because huh? yeah. that's the shit that you grew up. Scene, you know, you don't yeah. think a motherfucker's gonna be loading cannons. Yeah, you want to be just ripping apart people with that fucking with that artillery. But uh, but I got hurt. I only did like a year and a half. I got hurt, um, and after that, they, I got a medical discharge, and I was lost. Really? They paid for my school. Paid for my school actually, and then that's how I got into like the healthcare industry. But in between, I was like, I was like, what should I do with my life? What should I do with my life? But then my brother went to college, and I got jealous because I was going to college. <laughs> this fool, dog. You could go too, dog. <laughs> you know, I, you know, he went to Washington State, right? Somewhere yeah, like Seattle yeah, or some shit. I yeah. remember that. Washington State, and the I mean, I was, I was, no, was the, uh, no, the, not the state, Washington Cougar, Cougars. Oh, so what was that? Not Washington State, uh, Washington, Pullman, Oregon. Washington State's over here, and then Washington. There's two. Yeah, Washington there's two major. Two school. Okay, two major schools. He went to the other one, not the Huskies. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so then I remember he brought a, a tape. I think it was Dave Chappelle killing him softly. Oh, really? That 2000. Yeah, and then he and I think it was uh, what's that fool's name? Um, the comedian. They always call him a hacky or he's who? Uh. Fuck. White dude. Yeah, white guy. Fucking always like. Yeah. Who, Dan Cook? Yeah, Dan Cook. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I thought that shit was the funniest shit, dude. Dude, let me tell you, dude. I seen that dude go to the Latino night in like 2002, 2003. I think it was like 2002. And he did fucking like five minutes. And all he did was, he's seven. He talked about, all I want is a sword. All I need is a sword. And he ripped that room apart, dog. Just being an idiot and shit. You know, that's what, you know, you think and shit or whatnot. That's what I got for him. He was wearing a black suit and shit. And people were like, what are you wearing a suit for, dude? You know, I'm just a flying wall and shit. I didn't even do a spot that night. He's like, I don't know. I just wanted to wear a suit. 
But he was funny, <laughs> dude. He was fucking funny, dude. Those were in the days where he was ripping up the fucking, uh, what was that? Dublins. Right yeah, I remember Dublin. Hardcore stardom. Miyagi's? Miyagi's, too. And um, it's funny, too, because in that time, what was it, his premium blend set or his first hour? I think it was premium blend. Yeah, that one, dude, he had the leather jacket and shit. No, that, no, you know? I think it was special because I remember he's like, he, it was something, it was kind of like a hacky joke, I guess you could say. <laughs> he goes, Looking back? Yeah, like, you know, like, hey, this is this is white people driving. Hey, hey, hey. And there's black people. Look at this motherfucker here, you know? And then he's like, Asians. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't know why, but I found that shit that fucking hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So those two dudes, when you, once you watch that? It triggered. It didn't inspire me yet, but it triggered me. Like, and, this is cool. Yeah. So I would then, like to do this maybe? or No, nah, not yet. I just knew I liked it. This is it. awesome. Yeah. And then I, I bought the whole... Uh, you enjoyed it. Death Comedy Jam. Oh, uh, the tapes. I bought all of them. Oh, yeah. I, was I, like, got, I got all those, dude. And I fucking started... That's, you know, watching them, watching them, and then I, I was 21. Then when I hit 21, I went to the... Pre-drinking then? No, I, I 21, I started drinking. Two days later, I got my first DUI. <laughs> <laughs> Practice makes perfect, dog. <laughs> and then, so I went to, remember in La Puente over here, there used to be the, the Hop. The Hop, the hop yeah. Hop yeah. And so there was, that's when they used to bring all Latino comedians. One, once every three months or something like that. Well, Willie would do a show there. Yeah. Right? Gabriel would do a show there. I seen George, I snuck into George Lopez there. I snuck yeah. into Carlos Mencia there. Yeah, I seen Carlos Mencia for the first time. And that's yeah. what triggered it. That's like, dude, a fucking a Latino dude. Yeah. Fucking talking about what kind of I'm thinking or fucking hitting uh, the fucking nail on the head. God damn, this guy's awesome. Look at everybody fucking agreeing with him. He's blowing yeah. it up. Yeah. Oh, that's the first time I felt when I seen that motherfucker too, dog. I seen, who you know who I see? I remember I seen uh, Noel Gonzalez. That was my first guy. <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> I, 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 I'm not even doing it no more, bro. What's going on, bro? <laughs> and then he I used s- to open up for Carlos at that time, right? Yeah. And I think I seen uh, Gilbert Escovis. Uh, open uh, Gilbert Escovis opening up for Carlos. I don't remember if it was Carlos or if it was or uh, George. George. Yeah, yeah. If it was for George, I was there at that show because that's when Henry Alfaro brought up George Lopez, right? The Channel Seven News dude. I think so. And he walks up. Hey, I like the fucking. Well, he says his name Alfaro and shit. I didn't even heard that name or whatever. <laughs> and that's when he was doing those. That's when he was doing the right now, right now material. That's yeah, 2000. yeah. That. And that's when it was just like because I didn't. I heard of George Lopez. And I seen him, and I had his uh, CD, Alienation, but I didn't really like it. I didn't really get it, dude. I only like a couple of the OJ jokes. I was like, whatever. I was a Carlo Mencia fan. And then in 1999, I went to the uh, Wiltern Theater. It was called the Latino Comedy Explosion. It was uh, George Lopez and Carlo Mencia. Uh, it was Mario Lopez opened the show. He brought up uh, Rudy Moreno. Rudy Moreno ho- hosted. He brought up George Lopez, and I was like, oh, my God. He came up to Iron Man, Black Sabbath Iron Man. And, dude, this motherfucker was beyond amazing. Came out with a suit, over te- 60 television appearances, ladies and gentlemen, George Lopez. And, dude, it was mesmerizing, dude. This fool destroyed the funniest shit I've ever seen up to up to this point in my life. I was like, and it was a Mexican dude. I was like, fuck. And I was there to see Carla Mencia, right? And I was like, fuck. I couldn't. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, fuck. And I was like, dude, this is what I want to do, dog. I was like, fuck, dude, this fool. I was like, Jesus, dude. And then fucking Carla Mencia went up after. He was loud and all that shit, but he couldn't keep up with that fool's funniness, yeah. dude. There's no way, dog. And everybody knew it, dog. <laughs> and then I was like, fucking dude, George is a man, fool. Yeah, I, I didn't, I, his right, right no now, right. No disrespect to you, Carlos, dog. We love you too, dog. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
What, what happened? What is the fuck it's talking about? Talking about you. Uh, you finally seen uh, um, Lindsay at the hop or mm-hmm. Lopez? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then that's, that's when <laughs> R.I.P. Remember when uh, uh-huh. we were uh, fucking? I started stalking all these fools and shit. Oh, dude, I would I would go. I would sneak in, dog. Ever since I seen a motherfucker sneaking to the door at the fucking brand pro, the old one that's a twenty four hour fitness now. I was like, fucking, why fools walking in the door? Fuck, there's no, all right, fucking, I'll walk through that door too, dog. I'm a comedian too, dog. <laughs> hey, do you remember the one time we you made an impression of uh, Paulo Francisco? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that was at the Irvine. That's when he was recording his first DVD, and so was Corey Holcomb. And um, I always, dude, I have mad love for Pablo. I love him to death, but I also do his voice perfectly. And um, we called up... Uh, <laughs> The Irvine Improv. Hey, what's going on? Hi, this is Sherry. Hey, Sherry, this is Pablo. Just want to let you know I got my buddies coming down to see my special, so I need three seats, three tickets. It's uh, Rodrigo Torres uh, plus uh, two. All right? No problem, Pablo. We'll do it. (laughs) Fool, we get over there, dog. It was me, you, and Alfred, dog. I even gave her that little... (laughs) And and I didn't want to go up on how you guys do it, dog, and you guys asked... Hey, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I have, my name's Rodrigo Torres, and I'm here uh, to um, get her tickets, because uh, Pablo left them here for me. Uh, yeah, I just talked to Pablo, and he said he has no memory of having tickets for his friends, so no, there's no tickets here. <laughs> and I was like, fool, I was still going to sneak in, fool, but you guys wanted to leave, dog. And I seen Corey on his phone, and like, I was like, fuck, I was going to go up to that fool, but I didn't get a chance to. Yeah, but that's the only time I didn't get into a comedy show. Eh? <laughs> I did it the wrong way, dog. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, man! That's so funny, <laughs> Was that dude. shit funny? That should kill you. Or what? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, dog. <laughs> you know, Look at bold, huh? <laughs> you know that joke you can say like Rosie O'Donnell. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why it cracks me up because that's you act like you did act like Rosie O'Donnell. Like, Run, fool, run, run, run. <laughs> oh yeah, because we thought we we're gonna get caught. It's like, fool, what the fuck are they gonna do? Fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> Well, fuck it, dog. We'll end on that, man. <laughs> Thank you very much, Carlos, man. Keep shining. And Thank where you. could motherfuckers get a hold of you at, dog? Uh, Carlos, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Carlos Loma. Uh, I have a website, too, carlosloma.com. Yeah, that's it, Carlos Loma. Right on. You want Snapchat yet? Oh, yeah, Snapchat. But I don't really use it, dude. Dude, once you figure it out, you're going to fucking stop. Trust I felt- me. I had it for fucking three months. I was like, Ugh. Then my nieces taught me how to do it. It's over, dog. With that face swap, fool. Oh, that know. was a good one. Oh, my God. So, yeah, man. Uh, check out Carlo Loma. Thank you very much, dude. Keep rocking, dude. Thank we'll you, Rodrigo. Really Appreciate You're welcome, it. welcome, brother. Keep shining. All right. Late. Bye. Good night. There you have it, folks. You know, the little uh, podcast with uh, Carlos Loma. Little interesting stuff, you know, why he started drinking and whatnot. So, yeah, man. Check him out. Carlos Loma. And uh, I just want to let you guys know, too, uh, about shows uh, that we've got coming up. Uh, it's going to be July 15th. I'll be opening up for uh, Felipe Esparza at Humphreys by the Bay in San Diego, California. If you guys are around, we'll be there July 15th at Humphreys by the Bay. You can get tickets at Ticketmaster.com, or you can also go to Felipe's website, uh, www.felipesworld.com, to um, cop those tickets, man. Hell yeah. And one little thing I wanted to add on the uh, little gun control uh, uh, issue I brought up when I was talking to the Brits and the Finnish dude is uh, the thing that we, it's, I mean, it's definitely, we can't blame it all on the NRA. I mean, come on. You know, it's an association just like other associations, you know? You know, you know they, they're around because, you know, they have money and they lobby, you know? Whatever. 
But one aspect that we're missing out on this uh, whole uh, gun control issue in, uh, in the United States, it's a, it's a mental health issue, man. Yeah. You got to take care of that first, man. People are going crazy out there. And when they got access to those, you know, weapons, they get even crazier. So I don't want to leave you guys on a somber note. But nevertheless, I wanted to mention that because I forgot. I, uh, I didn't think I mentioned it in the intro. So, yeah, on the outro. You know, and the other thing that the Brits were uh, asking about was like, "Oh, mate, what's going on over there in the states with uh, your, your uh, the uh, the uh, 2016 uh, decision, man? Yes, uh, the presidential election, man. Yes, you guys went from a highly intellectual man to like a anti-intellectual uh, man. Yes, Donald Trump, man, a horrible person, man. Yes, yes. even those fools are going. I can't believe you guys." Or even voting for that guy or putting him in the position to run to possibly get elected, you know? I didn't think he'd get that far, this far in the in the race, you know? And he did. I thought it was going to be, you know, Ted Cruz or some shit like that, you know? Uh, my question is, like, is that the best you can do, GOP? I mean, there's no other shining star. <laughs> Not that I'm a GOP guy. <laughs> But yeah, though, yes, mate. One cool thing, <laughs> I added the cool part. They didn't say cool. Yeah, one thing, mate, is it makes for great political theater, mate. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, good luck with that. <laughs> That's what they said. So you guys continue to have a good week. Um, and uh, here's a little Voodoo Glow Skulls uh, tune for you guys. And uh, yeah, man, keep shining. Radio Dispatch, do you know who this is? No, who is this is?
That's Ozzy up the max, man. <laughs>